0: Welcome home. This is a residency po- residency podcast. Residency with- podcast. Yeah, that, that's where we are. <laughs> residency podcast with Lowell Raven and Drew Belcher. Shout out Jeff Termastic. Uh He's out on leave. Uh, we're bringing you the biggest guests in sports and entertainment business, pop culture, and sports to our studio in the Las Vegas trip here at the Mandalay Bay. Make sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Today, we have a humongous guest. You'll recognize him from being a force on the field or his TV debut on Hard Knocks last season. Um, he's a young fashion staple who's been rocking Hoochie Daddy shorts all summer. <laughs> Hoochie Daddy season for is sure, here, dude. I got him on sure. right now. Um, the 2021 first round draft pick of the Indy Colts, the dapper defensive end himself, Mr. pay
1: What's up, man? How are you? Honored to be here, man.
0: Man. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. How
1: short are Hoochie Daddy shorts allowed to be? Like, what's the prerequisite for shortness? I think they were saying eight inch seams. That's eight the inches. minimum? I think so. What's the maximum?
2: I think six. I think if you go <laughs> under six, it's kind of.
0: Then Speedos? Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so just Speedos? Flexing the Speedo. Yeah, that's great. I, I did cop some five-inch inseams, and I wore them to golf last week. Okay, okay. Pretty, pretty short. So yeah. Fair, yeah. Fairly but, aggressive, you had to be honest. polo
0: and little Speedos?
1: Yeah, and I, I had the polo untucked, so it was like the short was just kind of <laughs> sneaking through. <laughs> <laughs> it looked the kind of sketch. I, I'll probably go six-inch next. You're the yeah, you wore like a blouse.
0: Yeah, you know what?
1: I honestly don't recommend it. <laughs>
0: that's cool that's cool well welcome to Vegas man um so we looked up a little bit of history you're originally from Rhode Island I gotta ask what does anybody do in Rhode Island
2: Rhode Island you know summertime is great beaches out there oh really yeah amazing beaches um you can take a hour ferry out to Block Island go out there have some fun 4th of July is fun on Block Island okay okay um great seafood great Italian food out there okay yeah
0: yeah, I have no Solid. idea. Wait, yeah. what, so is, it, is that like by like crab area? Are you eating crab out there with the seafood? or uh, what? Yeah, you think yeah. Uh, signature?
2: crab, lobsters, um, anything that you can name okay. seafood-wise.
0: So you play co- uh, high school ball out there? Yes, sir. So yeah. I know you went from Rhode Island to then a Big Ten school like Michigan. Yeah. That's got to be a big drastic change mm. of kind of culture and everything out there.
2: Yeah. So for me, I was committed to Boston College for a long time. Oh, I was wow. coming to Boston College for like a year and a half. But the D.C. Don Brown at the time for a B.C. took the job at Michigan. And we just stayed tight. And then he offered me the scholarship when he went to Michigan. Took a visit there. They played Wisconsin a night game. And that's when Jordan Lewis had the one-handed pick to seal the game. The whole stadium went crazy. <laughs> After that, I'm like, it's a no-brainer. Like, I have to come here. That's awesome. I have to. What's that's it like playing in that stadium? It's crazy, bro. Like, the loudest stadium I ever played in. You know, some NFL games, you go to it and, like, you look up. Like, this has nothing – on the Michigan Stadium. Wow. 100, 110 plus guaranteed every single game.
1: It's madness. I mean, my father's from Detroit, so I grew up a huge Michigan football fan. Obviously, he's a diehard. He's ecstatic you on the podcast, by the way. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> but I would always watch the games, and I have never been there in person. He's been many times, and I was yeah. like, wow, that looks like absolute madness. It's crazy. It's got to be crazy to just play in, that, in front of that many fans. Yeah, it's
2: so, wild, uh, especially like the night games. Like the night game, we played against Notre Dame my junior year when it was the monsoon that game was crazy it was man. amazing out that game crazy
0: that's wild wait like monsoon like, it was raining
2: it was raining heavy yeah oh
0: man that must be insane
2: and we torched them too yeah and they got better. fucking torched man, yeah
0: <laughs> so you you're super into like fashion and kicks is one of the reasons you picked uh michigan be- maybe because the jordan brand
2: i really picked it because that was the biggest school I, that was okay. my biggest offer so got it, got it the jordan just happened to be a bonus for me, and then when I went there, I wasn't really a big sneakerhead because I couldn't afford a lot of shoes growing up. Mm-hmm. Once I got there, like my sophomore year, that's when I started to get more into shoes because a lot of the kids they would flip shoes, sure, or they would buy shoes. And they like, We're Jordan brand, so we got a whole bunch of team issue stuff. So it was, it was
0: dope. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you get to campus, you're playing for the legend John Harbaugh now, right? Jim,
1: Jim, Jim Harbaugh, was that John? Yeah, yeah, throw some respect on Jay. First
0: off, he was a niner coach.
1: Yeah, right? you're a Niner fan. I'm a huge
0: Niner fan. So, yeah, I was kind of <laughs> sad when he left. But what you got to have a crazy story playing for this guy, right? Hey, there's got to be one out there.
2: Crazy story with Jim Harbaugh. Um, dude, the spring ball practices were nuts. Which ones? Spring ball practices. Spring ball practices, okay. So, in spring ball, most teams will do like a little, you know, like a two-hour practice, you know, just to get some football in in the spring. Our schedule was four hour practice. Oh, wow. What do you do for four hours? <laughs> Man, we was doing like hour long indie period, team period, nine on seven, Oklahoma. Full cool practices. Yeah, four hour practices. Like anything that you can imagine to do in football, we were doing in that practice.
0: That's crazy. crazy. And it's supposed to be just like walkthroughs and learning things, right? No,
2: I mean, like spring ball is kind of like to see who's going to be like starter position going into camp and going into the season. Yeah. But man, like we were, we were going crazy in spring ball. We fights every day. Oh, it was,
1: it was wild. That's dope. I want to talk about the Ohio State rivalry in Michigan. Mm, yeah, is that more of a rivalry than the Michigan Michigan State rivalry? Um,
2: I would say so. Um, I feel like we just hadn't had good seasons in the past, you know, decade. But it got them this year, so that was that was great for Michigan football and stuff. But you know, having that Michigan, I think.
1: I think the Ohio State rivalry, obviously, yeah. I think I think that's the bigger one. I mean, yeah, I would argue that it's one of the maybe top five rivalries in all of sports. Yeah. College, professional, in in anything. For the that's majority it. of people that maybe not even watch college football or understand college football, yeah. they know the uh, Ohio State Michigan rivalry. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like you can't walk into Ohio without with the block M on your shirt without getting like nasty looks. Like, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. That. Like, you can walk throughout Michigan and like walk through Michigan State fans like they won't say anything to you. You go into Ohio with that block M, you getting chirped right all day. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy.
0: That's insane. That's insane. So personally, though, like for you, like you have to kind of stick to that too, right? Forever. Like, is oh, yeah. it? Does it ever come up when you're now in the league and you're like, oh, that's an Ohio State guy or that's Yeah.
2: So like, funny story. Um, I went to do a signing in Louisville. Okay. Come to find out, there's a lot of Ohio State fans in Louisville. So yeah. I'm doing a signing there. I do the first pitch. I'm signing, and a whole bunch of guys are walking by, like, "Go Bucks, go Bucks," and they all went, they all like head to toe on Ohio State stuff. I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, didn't I didn't
1: know how they really
0: had
2: fan- I, Yeah, I, I had no clue they had fans over there. That I'm just crazy. here
1: for a guest appearance. Don't go exactly, too hard. Yeah. Don't go too hard. I'm not on the field, I'm not going crazy. But well, we can turn up if it goes there. Yeah, I love that.
0: How different is that like Ohio State game than any other game on that normal schedule?
1: That's that's
2: a game that makes you break the season. You know, you can have a. Eleven, ten wins. You come to that game, you lose that game, and kind of like,
0: loss of season. Yeah. Waste loss of a season. season. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. What is it? Is that atmosphere in that stadium when you're playing there um, worse than any other stadium as well, or is it, it louder? Does it pump you up? You
2: know what? Um, I think the craziest stadium I've played in was Penn State Whiteout. Wow. That that stadium gets crazy. That's by far like the loudest I've ever played in.
0: Does the Whiteout kind of? impact how you're playing or is it just because there's so many people all going crazy
2: it's like their fans too like they're all in sync all their chants and everything all (laughs) like the
1: it's crazy it's like a european soccer game almost dude their whiteout game is crazy if you see like have you seen photos of it yeah yeah, of course dude it's madness it's like it's just sea of white shirts yeah and then our junior
2: year um it's funny our offense went out for their first drive and they were calling the plays, and, like, nobody could hear anything. So, like, they had to call a timeout, recoup, <laughs> and every, it was crazy.
0: That's, that's wild. What, what's one of your favorite games uh, that you played at home? Favorite games I played at home?
2: I would say I know the game game when we smacked them because the year before they beat us. And that's a uh, rivalry uh, as well, like, historically. So it was good to, to whoop them, and then we didn't play them until, like, 20, something <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure,
0: for sure, <laughs> I bet, I bet. All right, so moving on, you went from – you went from Michigan on, onto the NFL, right? You were drafted number 21 overall. Uh, we have to ask, like, with your draft stock so high, like, why didn't you go to the draft like, in person?
2: In person? Um, to be honest, it was kind of like a, uh, I wanted to be around my family. And then at the same time, you never know what's going to happen in the draft. You never know. You'll slip and sure. whatever it may be. So I didn't want to be there and you know kind of get embarrassed. So want to be around family and like just kind of just chill out at the same time
1: i honestly would have done the same thing yeah you know like i don't want to be in person and your name's not called it's yeah, not they, called it's not called. you're like you're looking around you're like Fuck, exactly. man. i'm just hanging out now yeah what's yeah. crazy you see
0: that every year right every year there's somebody who's probably projected top 10 right and they just keep falling find you saying they look more sad and sad and they're yeah. like and then it becomes more of a storyline on why haven't they got drafted and the camera's in their face rather uh-huh. than just happy that they're actually got drafted whatever round they got drafted yeah, in. yeah.
2: and then at the same time like when the guys are getting drafted The room clears out, so then, like, you're now, like, the last person in the whole thing. Oh, no. Oh, yeah,
1: no. I wouldn't go for sure (laughs) unless I'm, like, absolutely (laughs) estimated, like, one through three. If I'm not guaranteed one through three, catch me at the fucking house. Yeah. I'm out. Oh, so everyone clears out? Yeah, so,
2: like, as soon as you get drafted, you know what I'm saying? Like, you then... Like you didn't leave, like your family leaves after, because there's no reason to stay.
1: Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Oh man. So, the so all like- those round tables sitting there,
2: sitting there with
0: your family, that must be yes. nerve-wracking. Yeah. The
1: third day's gotta just be rough. Yeah. yeah oh no. For
0: sure, for sure. Um, so we, we everybody saw your your big fashion statement at, at the drag. What? Mm-hmm. Why that suit? We have it here right here too. Well, yeah. what was what did it, what was it inspired by?
2: So um, my big thing was the Black Panther in college. Like that was my celebration. I'm going to take credit for it. I was one of the first people to throw up the Wakanda X. I have no – like, <laughs> Hey, claim I received it. Claim it. That shit. Got it. it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that was my big thing in college. That was my celebration. And then um, the guy who made my suit, I kind of gave him, like, free range of, like, what he could do with the suit. And he was like, I have a dope idea. I'm going to make the Black Panther suit. I'm going to make the material look like the suit. And then he's going to put the claws on the neck. And then he's going to put, like, the, the – um, the tree on the inside of it I'm like bro that's dope and I already had the shoes for it so just make it look like it matches with the shoes and we'll be good so he kind of like just did his thing that's that yeah, crush it blew it yeah. out of the water
1: I can never pull it off but you absolutely did yeah and yeah. you
0: wore the Dior Jordan ones too so yeah, yeah we get it we get it <laughs> that's we obvious. get it so g- give us the inside scoop who's the best dressed on the Colts
2: on the Colts um Mo Ali Cox is up there. Oh, that's my dog. Okay. Yeah, Mo, he's up there. Um, al Muhammad, he's not with the Bears, but he was with us last year. Um, DeForest Buckner got some of the cleanest suits on the team. Okay. Darius Leonard, <laughs> constantly winning uh, best dress weekly. Um, you know, there's, there's some guys sprinkling in, but I feel like those are, like, the four that come to the mind. For sure.
1: no, yeah. You're not on that list?
2: I'll put myself on that one.
0: Uh, <laughs> you yeah, yeah, yeah. got to. I thought he was I was
2: waiting for it. I was like, wait, where is it at? <laughs> yeah, where is it at? There it is.
1: Sure. Hey, you can talk the shit. Okay,
0: so, yeah. You can talk whatever okay. you want. Well, since we know who the best, who's the worst dressed on the Colts?
2: The oh, worst my. dress? I feel like the guys who don't really care. <laughs> I'll say I'll say Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. My I dog Glasgow, man. Shout out Glasgow. <laughs> yeah, we'll clip it. We're gonna clip it. Don't worry. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's gonna get a lot of shout outs. For yeah, sure, for sure. you gotta help him out, man. You gotta <laughs> give him some love.
0: That's funny. That's good.
1: Oh man, I didn't even bring up. We gotta go backwards real quick. My father brought this up. He wants to know who, in your mind, greatest quarterback of all time? Who's the goat?
2: Greatest quarterback? I grew up in New England, I gotta say, Tom
1: Brady. And another Michigan guy. Michigan yeah. Guy. There oh, it is. Good. Yeah, yeah, good answer. Good. Yes, there, there you it. go. There Pops, go. there it
0: was. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. All right, so we, you wore the Dior sneakers at the draft. Mm-hmm. Give me your top three sneakers that are in your rotation right now.
2: In my rotation right now, um, it's gonna be probably all ones. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say the Off by Chicago's. Okay ones Um, I'll say I wear these jot Club Vans a lot
0: dude I love those yeah those are dope
2: yes I wear these a lot Um, and then my third I would say hmm
0: So you got Dior one. No, sorry, not yours. I uh, you got Off-White ones. Off-White Chicago the ones. yacht, yacht clubs. vans.
2: I'm going to say the. I can't think of it right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm drawing right. the blank. Those oh, I'm, I'm going to say the. Um, the uh, Tom Sachs uh, uh, Air Maxes. Oh, yeah, yeah, those are good. Uh-huh, yeah.
0: dope, dope. I thought you were going to throw something in there, s- random like a, the clogs or like something crazy uh, yeah, that yeah. everybody's wearing. It's okay. crazy
1: the resurgence that the Jordan 1s and the Dunk Lows had in the recent three to four years. I feel like five years ago, no one was even really – I mean, there was always been collectors, but yeah. I feel like in the past five years, those specific silhouettes have just exploded in popularity. For sure, Dunks
0: for sure, back this whole year. And I then the, guys the, were there, was a, there
1: was this crazy viral TikTok. They were at some sneaker convention. They were asking all the, the sneaker heads there. The guy was like – She's a 10, but her grails are the black and white dunks. And are like, oh, she's a three. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. an immediate fucking three. And I was like, yeah, I could see that. The panda dunks. Yeah, yeah she's yeah, a three. Sure. The
2: dunks have been abused, bro. Leave oh, the, the abuse. Everyone's
1: it's leave alone. Him alone. <laughs>
0: leave them alone. Leave them alone. I love that.
1: That's she's great. a 10, but her grails are the black and white dunks. Four. That's yeah. yeah,
0: for sure. Um, so going back, going back to the league, man, what, what was it like rookie season? What was it like to be a NFL rookie from, from camp into the beginning of, of the season?
2: Camp was fun, bro. Like, a lot of people don't like camp. But for me, coming from a Michigan camp, it was fun to go into camp. I feel like I had a lot of of free time going into camp, a lot of downtime. It was a cool vibe. Practices weren't, you know, that hard. The hardest part is, like, just the mental game of it, you know. Um, You have a bad game – I mean, a bad practice, you can let that weigh on yourself because then you'll have bad practices stacked up, and then it's bad film, moving on the depth chart, so – um going into camp, that was my mindset, and then it was it was real fun and then going into preseason that was fun. you do a joint practice mid camp mm. with like a, um a different team that gets heated, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obviously fight. <laughs> yes. fights and then um you know going to preseason and then straight into the season. It was a long season, bro, a long season,
0: yeah, I bet I bet yeah so is it what what was like are these rookie dinner things that are people talk about? is that a real thing? does that happen? is yeah. happening to you yeah. are you <laughs> stuck with the mean build? yeah. yeah.
2: But my, mine was lovely, though. Lovely. Yeah. So like my vets, they took care of me. Yeah. And that's what you like to see at, at this level, because you don't want the vets to knock you over the head with like a $20,000 bill. Yeah. That, that's not smart. So shout out the Forrest Buckner, man. <laughs> he told the guys like, we're not ordering Louis. You know what I'm saying? We're not ordering these bottles. We're going to have a nice dinner. I think my total bill was like 2000
1: oh, oh, that's good. That's respectable. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah.
0: We, we've heard previously uh, some other guests have been on, on the show. 50000 50, plus. Yeah, I, like that. 50, that's food crazy. ordered
1: to the table, to the house, pre-ordered, yeah. yeah. post-ordered. To the club
2: bottles. after,
0: straight away from the restaurant. Like that's, wild Yeah, that's, stories.
2: that's not good vets, man. So <laughs> yeah. my, my vets took care of me. They were like, we're to take care of you, bro. We're going to order food, have a good time. And then we went out after anyway. So we went and got lit afterwards. Yeah. But um. No, it was it, it was it was a great time. And then me and Dio, we had a second round pick, DN. So we split the bill, and that was. That's oh, that perfect. That's yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Normal dinner,
0: yeah. easy, normal casual, normal dinner. for sure, for sure. Um, so you get there, right? You're in practice. Um, you start playing about against this guy named Jonathan Taylor. He's coming at you every day, right? <laughs> is this guy like the best running back in the league? Is it is it a fact, or is it what? What's your opinion? I think
2: it's fact right now, man. I've seen it in college already, though. Like people. Just Got wind of it this year. I was he was torching us in college, so really? yeah.
0: Any yeah. <laughs> good stories that college? You he was see, fucking he, smoking us in
1: college. Yeah, you remember, 200 yards almost every, oh, every
2: man. time. So, my junior year, we played him at Wisconsin, yeah. and I think it was like it was early in the game, or maybe no, it was might have been my junior year he okay. had a long like a 70 yard run i like just took off and he's fast like yeah. four three four four guy
0: just yeah.
1: took off and like like i don't think anybody touched him that play yeah C- crazy good
0: that's wild man
1: how do you live up to the expectations going into the upcoming season there's a lot of expectations for this Colts season and yeah. for you in particular how yeah. do, you, do you do you perform well under those expectations are you going to perform well under those expectations or like how does it plan out for you I put a lot of
2: pressure on myself. So once the season was over, January 9th, I went home for a weekend for a couple of days, and I went straight to work, flew to Arizona to Exos, started working out, getting my body right, doing field work stuff. And then uh, I was there for like a month, drove to Cali, and then I was there for like two months up until OTA. So I didn't take a break this whole offseason. I'm, oh, wow. I'm ready to ready take that year two jump. Like this year's going to be crazy. Sure. Love yeah. that.
0: Man. That's incredible. So going to this year two, right? Um, there's gotta be somebody on the radar, there's gotta be a quarterback that every defensive end wants to sack. Who is that yeah. for you?
2: I think for me it was it was Tom Brady last year and I got him last yeah. year. That's yeah. sick. Hey. I got him oh, last year. You Tom. Yeah. But like we don't we don't play him this year unless we like we go into the playoffs and whatnot. But yeah. You yeah, know, that was that was that was the person I wanted to sack. And you got it. I got him yeah. <laughs> First year, done.
0: Check, check. I love it. I love that. I love that. Dude. Um so like you line up in the trenches every game, right? It's You've got, there's gotta be shit talking. What's that animosity like every time you're face to face somebody on on every play?
2: Mm. So for in the trenches, it's kind of like the defense talks more than the o lineman. The, the o lineman don't really talk trash. They'll yeah. get chippy in there, but they won't talk for real. Um, but in the in the trenches, like the mindset is just like who's gonna be the the grown man in there? Sure. You mm. know, like who's gonna who's gonna be like the the big dog in the trenches? So. Going in there like you can't go in there on some soft shit because if yeah, you, yeah 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 you're yeah. gonna get pancake flipped <laughs> all that so yeah
0: that's dope that's dope is is trash talking a, a part of your game or do you use that at all or how I do you think it lives in that in
2: I only trash talk if they talk to me sure okay. sure yeah so <laughs> I'm kind of
1: like I retaliate yeah is it a prerequisite to shit talk after every play in the NFL not you, not for you in particular but every time I watch a game on TV or in person after every single play. There's someone talking shit with someone. There's yeah. someone getting in someone's face. Is that like a prerequisite after every single play? There's definitely a lot of individual beefs in the NFL.
2: Sure. So if you have a really big matchup, things are getting chippy. Those guys will trip to each other all game. Um, you know, cornerback, receiver, they'll trip, they'll trip to each other all game. Or like uh, linebacker and like a halfback all game. But, yeah, it's just.
1: Do you think they should allow fighting in, in the NFL like <laughs> they do in hockey? Nah. That would no, be nah, because it's just a lot of grown men coming at it, like <laughs> yeah. huge, huge people. Yeah, just Nobody's going to break it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, hockey players are big, but they're also fighting on skates, so it could be a deterrent. But NFL, I mean, you guys got 6'5 guys, 250, yeah. lean, throwing punches. Probably wouldn't six, be a good six, idea. Three
0: hundred, like how how yeah. a little ref going to try to break that up? That would be impossible. impossible. <laughs> just a
1: five-minute penalty real quick? Just <laughs> go to the penalty box? No way.
0: <laughs> that would be insane. Who have you lined up against – so far that's like just a dog that you're like all right that guy can go
2: that's a dog um tristan wirfs Mm. really good right tackle Uh, i played against him in college as well extremely good um he's when it comes to mind off the bat taylor lawan from the titans oh yeah really good tackle um was it kind of the ones that come we i almost played trent williams i was kind of i was going to that game like all right now nah, like i gotta <laughs> put my big boy pants on yeah but he just uh um he was injured that game so i didn't get to I was play that against that was like a swamp game man i was uh, actually monsoon as well yeah i was, it was there, crazy. and
0: i remember i was sitting outside i was like all right i'm done i'm going home yeah <laughs> I'm out i was literally getting rained on um okay dope so you really you recently this summer just went over to uh, to Africa on behalf of the NFL. Mm. Um, talk to us about that, man. What's it like taking the game to a different country?
2: That was a dope experience, bro, to be able to go over there and teach some of those guys the game, try to present opportunities to them that they didn't know that they had before. And it was wild. Like when we went out there the average height of all the prospects, they were like six five. That was the average height. There were guys that were six six, six seven, and like testing throughout the the combine drills there were guys jumping 38 in the vert there were guys broad jumping 11 feet that's imagine it's right. like if they actually practiced the sport yeah 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 crazy crazy that's athletic like, that's
1: just brute athleticism
2: yeah just raw like they didn't do any of those uh drills before crazy
0: so that, that what was the goal for you and the nfl going out there just to find new talent
2: yeah find new talent um OC, he has an academy in UK, so, you know, like the high school guys, be able to grab a a bunch of them and send them to the academy to learn the sport more, and then from there they could be able to get scholarships in the states, get education, and if they end up going to the league, then that's great for them. The guys that are a little bit older, um, through the uh, player development program, they could come to a, a team and then they'll be on the practice squad for at least two years to be able to learn the sport. And then from there, like, they can't get cut for two years because they're on the practice squad like, sure. automatically. And then from there, um, after that, uh, after two years, and the teams could do, like, what they want with them. But, yeah. Interesting,
0: interesting. Dope. What else did you guys do over there besides, obviously, the, the campus? Did you do any cultural stuff?
2: Oh, yeah, it was, it was great. You know, we went to um, – so they, they tricked us, actually. So going there, they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to go on, like, this nice little walk. We're going to go out there, have some fun, you know, just chill, a uh, nice little hike. We get there. We're hiking. Go. I'm like, all right, like, we're in the, we're in the jungle right now. It's, it's a little sketchy, but <laughs> I'm going to just go with it. We're going, we're going. We get to the top. It's like Jumanji. Like, you see, like, those long bridges that are, like, oh. yeah. Yeah,
1: like, you see in the movies,
2: right? On, like, with, the like, Mets, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah with the netting on the side and the like rope. This? Yeah, so, like, we're walking on that. It's bouncing. I'm like, bro, I'm about to die. And then, like, the NFL films, they were like, you can do the 30-minute one or the hour-long one. I'm like, fuck I'm already here. Might as well do the hour one. Yeah, it's, it was so scary. And then, like, guys were losing their hats and stuff, flying off the thing. And they were like, can you grab it? Like, no, your hat's gone, bro. Gone, dude. It's, it's gone. gone. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a hard pass for me. It belongs me. to the jungle now. It belongs, it belongs to the jungle. Yeah, <laughs> good. How, many, how long were you guys out there for? We're out there for a week. A week. Yeah.
0: That's dope. Would you go back?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was dope. Like, Ghana was amazing, bro. The food out there it was delicious. Incredible. It wasn't that hot out there. It was, it was nice. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. That's
0: dope. So, going into your second season, what? Is there any team or any city that you're looking forward to playing in that you haven't played yet?
2: Um, The Vegas Stadium is going to be a cool stadium to, to play in. Yeah. Like, we were driving by, and it looks, it looks beautiful. Yeah, Death Star. It's like yeah. a Star Wars
1: spaceship. There's, yeah. And there's,
0: like, a nightclub inside the stadium. Like, oh, you're literally yeah? on the field. Like oh, okay. We went, like, five times last season, and literally— if you wanted, you could score a touchdown and jump into the nightclub. There's yeah. tables oh, in the that. end zone. Like, there's, there's a lot like of service, sparklers.
1: People are going OG. crazy. It's a crazy experience. Oh, that's yeah. dope.
0: And, and a lot of it feels like very Vegas-esque out here, right? So, mm. like, if you ever went to a Vegas Golden Knights game, right, it's not like any other stadium in the, in the country. They do, like, full-on, like, what do you call it, Excalibur show. Production lights,
1: drum bots. Exactly. So, same everything. thing out
0: here. Like, two-minute warning, the lights go off. Oh, wow. Right, and it's like a whole show that happens right before
1: like Diplo's fucking DJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that's really dope. crazy. That's
0: dope. Um, that's dope. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so going back to, to, to last season now, um, what was it like being on Hard Knocks? Right, like that's yeah. that's an experience I think most coaches would hate having in their locker rooms. Right? Yeah. What was it like for you?
2: So for me at Michigan, my first year, we did um, Amazon Prime. They did like a show on us, oh, so wow. I kind of had some experience with the cameras following us around sure. the whole time. And then when you got to the league, um, they mic'd me up like almost every practice. I'm like, nah, <laughs> not today, guys. I, I can't do the mic up today. Like, yeah, yeah. just let me chill today. How do, they, how do they choose you? I don't know how they choose, but it's just random. But it seemed like I was on the list every single time. They were like, can we mic you up? I'm like, uh, ah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. come on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> put me on, put me on <laughs> mic Yeah, but like, it, it was dope, though. And then, like, in the meeting rooms, got to be careful of what we said because there were two cameras in the meeting room of so, course yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> get your ass real quick was there anything that they, they put on film that you were like damn they got me and they shouldn't have put that on no nah, i mean i i only see like clips i haven't like watched full
2: episodes like all the way through yeah yeah yeah
0: so, uh, we always say like it those kind of hard knocks and, and things that have behind the scenes are are probably the coolest things for people that help, that'll never live that life right yeah. we get like a a, a sense of what that NFL life is truly is like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess now, since you did it at Michigan and at, uh, at the NFL, you're you're a big actor kind of guy now, right?
2: Low-key, man. I feel like uh, any guys that got some shows that they want to put me in. <laughs> send over oh, the script. Yeah, send, send me the script. I'm, I'm down.
1: Send it to your people, yeah. and they'll get back to you. <laughs>
0: yeah. I like that. I like that. I like For that. A nice For, For a nice fee. For a nice fee. For a
1: nice fee, we'll work out with something really nice.
0: Yeah. So in, in the offseason, what, what else – um, is on your list besides just truly working out, right? Like what else is, are things that people out there wouldn't know that Quiddy likes to do?
2: So for me, this off season, um, I got my mom a house. That was a big accomplishment Let's for me. That's dope, man. Congrats. It was a dream come true. I appreciate it. The dream come true, man. Um it was a hard process though, because the housing market is crazy, like insane. You, know, you get a couple houses like on your wish list, by Friday they're all sold. <sighs> but it's the Cash. worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was hard, man. Like I was flying back and forth from Cali to um, Atlanta, and it was it was just hard. It was it was hard to like find the house. By the time I got to Atlanta, the houses were already sold out. So mm-hmm. you was, bought it for
1: in Atlanta. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a crazy market too. Yeah. Where's home market. base for you? Is it Indianapolis? Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Yeah, so I you mean, actually still yeah. live in Rhode Island in the off season? Um, nah.
2: I'll go home here and there, but like off season, I'm kind of I just spread around. Like really? I, I was in arizona for a month and i was in cali for the two months and then um went to otas in indy and then after otas i went to oklahoma trained out there for the whole time uh-huh. and then yeah off season like i don't really go back to indy at all
1: oh so you're not hanging out at all
2: you're literally working i'm working yeah all right i'm ready i love that, I'm sure. I
0: love that. Um, so we, we we've talked to multiple nfl guys right and they say when they're running out on the field and they're getting introduced right it's probably one of the craziest feelings that you'll ever feel yeah right what is that feeling like? How do you describe that feeling?
2: It was crazy, bro. Like my first entrance, it was wild. It was it was our first home game. Um, we played the Seahawks, and when they introduced me, like it was crazy. Like the smoke was was going <laughs> yes, off. It was so dim in there. <laughs> I walked out, hit the Wakanda, and then <laughs> ran out. I mean, it was it was wild.
1: The cryo, the Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, yeah, so crazy. Give me awesome. more lasers, all of it. I, I want all. It all. the <laughs> whole show. The whole
0: show. The whole show. Um, so in this first. Season, right? Like, give us your most memorable play or more, most memorable game so far.
2: Memorable game? Um, I'd have to say the game I had my first sack against Jacksonville. So I was kind, I was struggling at the start of the season. Won when when, uh, a good amount of games without a sack, and I was feeling the pressure. You know, a lot of fans were like, "Man, we drafted this guy to come here and get sacks," and I was getting a lot of pressure. The shits sure. under pressure, of course. But I wasn't getting any sacks. And then once I got my first sack, it was like a weight lifted off my shoulders, finally. And then from there, I just started stacking them. Yeah. I had like back-to-back-to-back games with sacks and it was it was great.
0: Yeah, that's, that's insane. That's so cool, man. So uh, your journey here to the NFL, right? If, if you're, you're looking at back at the five-year-old you, the 10-year-old you, yeah. right? Um, what would you tell them about this journey that's about to happen?
2: Man, um, what do I tell my five-year-old self?
0: That's the kid that goes, just learning, not even like, just learning anything. Right? Yeah,
2: like, I'm gonna I'm tell him, you know, just just keep working, you know, um, all these hard times will pass and you believe in a the lifestyle that, that you wanna live. I grew up a very humble lifestyle, man. Yeah. Very, very humble lifestyle, um, didn't have much. Me and my mom my and my brothers, you know, we struggled for a good amount of our lives. Um, and like like now where I'm at now looking back, it's it's crazy, and I'm I'm happy I went through all that struggle because it made me who I am today, made me respect a lot that I've went through, it made me respect my mom because I don't I don't take anything for granted. But what she went through to like get me to where I'm at now is crazy. Like she at one point in high school she was working three jobs to get me through high school, um, crazy. And then in high school you know like we struggled, didn't have enough money. Like I'd be at lunch sometimes. I wouldn't be able to eat lunch. Like I'd wake up at five in the morning to catch the city bus, take that city bus to school, get there early. Like it would be like an hour long city bus because you had to make all those stops or whatever. Yeah. Get there, I wouldn't get home until like 9 p.m. starving the whole day. And then I would get home and I would finally eat and then do homework from 9 p.m. to like midnight. Wicked by five. I, I did that for four years, bro.
0: It's all through high school.
2: All through and high this
0: school. And
2: Rhode Island struggle, struggled. So you know, when I look back, I'm like, bro, I made, it. I, I made it. You know, I'm yeah. taking care of my mom now, Love taking that. care of my brothers, put my brothers through school. Are you the oldest? I'm, I'm the second oldest. Second oldest. Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: But what point in that journey, even in high school, maybe, where you're like, you know what, football's gonna be it. At well, what yeah. point? When did you that get that realization?
2: It was for me. It was when I was like. 12 years old bro yeah when i was in eighth grade so uh, when i was in middle school the giants won the super bowl okay. and will blackman was on that super bowl winning team and he happened to go to the same middle school i went to the same elementary school same well he was going to the high school i wanted to go to so he came back and i was like i want to be just like that guy i want to go to the nfl and i was like i need to go to bishop hendrick high school to get to the nfl <laughs> so i told my mom like mom i have to go to the high school i can't go to any other high school like i have to go to this high school <laughs> to get a scholarship to go to the nfl she was like i can't afford it it's, it's too much money i was and i promised her i'm like mom if you send me to this high school you will not have to pay for college you will not have to pay for anything else i promise like i got you that's you know that. that's when she started she like she picked up a couple of shifts there'll be like days i wouldn't see my mom like she'd be at work she would work early in the morning she'll take a little nap and she'll go right back to work and she'll just she'll sleep at work and I appreciate her for that, and that's why I take care of her. I spoil her. Like she doesn't like to, like for me to buy her stuff, but like I have to. That's that's me appreciating like everything that she's done for me. Of course. But um, yeah. No, I told her I'm like, if you send me to this high school,
1: you won't have to pay for shit for the rest of life. <laughs> I love life. that, man. That's so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely want to touch on the perseverance. For the people or listeners that don't know your whole story and Mm -hmm. your mother's whole story, it's an insane story. And they can read about it wherever. Mm -hmm. You know, your mother escaping, you know, a war ridden country and, you know, bringing you and your brother here. What is that definition of perseverance? For you, it's way different than anyone else. Everyone's going to say they had it rough growing up. They had certain obstacles. They didn't have it like you. They didn't have it like your mom. Uh I can almost guarantee it. You know, yeah. so I know you're a very humble guy, mm-hmm. but what does the word perseverance mean for you and your family? And the, like, look where you're at now. Did you ever dream about this?
2: No, nah, man, I feel like growing up, I always wanted to get like a good job. But I never knew that this was actually like a possible. I know I was fighting for it, though. I wasn't going to let, you know, my dreams, you know, not happen. I was going to definitely work for it. So for me to be here is crazy. And like for me, I give a lot of credit to my mom. A lot of people have those heroes in their lives. But not a lot of people have Agnes pay in their lives. You yeah, know, like, I, Agnes like, pay is a fucking dog, bro. Yeah. Like, I've never yeah, yeah. seen her cry. I've never seen her complain. I've like, seen her, you know, be dog-tired, like, like not even be able to, like, want to do stuff, but she made sure that, like, we all had what we needed to have. If I needed something, she made sure she went and got it. Like, if I needed, like, a pair of shoes for school or a pair of cleats, she picked up a shift, went and worked all day, and then... Next thing I know, I, got, I, I have the cleats, that's you know? Amazing. So a lot of people don't, don't have that. And for my, for, for my mom to sacrifice a lot of that for me, a lot of parents, they'll be like, ah, uh, I mean, it's a lot of work, or like, they're not really willing to make those sacrifices. My mom, she was all in and like, that's like kind of like the African culture. You make sure your kids have the opportunity to have a better life than you. So that was her mindset, and then yeah, it's, it's, it's been great ever since. She has two sons graduated college. Yeah. She has another three. I'm one of five boys. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yes, you're second sir. oldest. I'm second. So oldest, there's still yeah. three out there at school. Yeah. Three, yeah. Three younger. The the youngest is five years old. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: Crazy. So that's you talking to your five year old self right there, right? Yeah, kind really. I love that. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Um, so what part in high school now did you go? You know what? I'm actually pretty good. Like this this could be a thing.
2: Yeah. So at my high school, freshman we had to play freshman football, so we couldn't bump up to varsity. Okay. Mm. And then playing as a sophomore in varsity is like a rare thing, but I was able to play as a sophomore. Okay. I was originally a running back and a safety. <laughs> and then they were like, Nah, you're not playing safety, you're way too big and like we had a good amount of running backs on the roster at the time, so they were like, We're gonna put you at linebacker. It's so linebacker for a little bit and they were like, No well, we'll put you at DN, and then after that i just started going crazy and we had the safety on the team lee moses he was committed to the umass at the time and that was my first offer they came to a game they were watching lee and then like they see me chase down a kid like 80 yards and then hit him before he scored a touchdown made him fumble on the one yard line oh, and then see. we got the ball back and after that they were like yeah we want to offer that kid and <laughs> wow. that kind of opened the doors uh to my other offers
1: dumb, dumb. as a sophomore
2: uh, yeah, so as a sophomore, that was my first offer, and then going into my junior year, that's when I got the Boston College offer. It's got to be a good feeling,
1: right? Yeah, great Getting feeling. letters in
2: the mail, official offers. Yeah, and as soon as you get your first offer, that's kind of like a weight lift off your shoulder as well, because I made that promise to my mom. And she's not so, going to have to pay, yeah, yeah, for, pay college. for college. Exactly. Yeah, it yeah. is. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> he said, well, at least we got UMass. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're going, to, <laughs> we're going uh, to
2: UMass. We're going to <laughs> UMass. Yes, sir.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we, we don't have that kind of bad now, so that's incredible. Like... For for somebody that's um, obviously really talented in in high school too, right? A lot of people once they make that jump and, and start playing college ball, right? That a lot of people start to fizzle out as well. There, mm-hmm. like, was there a moment when you were in that Wolverine uniform that you're like, "Yo, I, I'm keeping up," or when mm-hmm. that pace and that that change of pace happened, you're like, "You know what? I'm still out here. I'm still mm-hmm. doing my thing."
2: Dog, my freshman year at camp. So, like, you know how you come to NFL, you go through OTAs, because you kind of get, like, you're in the mix, and, like, you get a taste of, like, how practice is, is, is supposed to go. You get a, a feel of the tempo. Yeah. In college, we went straight from high school. We went to summer workouts or whatever. And you go straight into camp. Oh. So being in Rhode Island, you don't get, you don't play against six old six, tackle. So, <laughs> yeah. so for me coming in, I'm like, holy sh- Like, all these guys yeah. are huge. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm a lean, I'm coming off a of track season. I'm very lean. Yep. And some um, of the guys,
0: they're probably 21 years old, Yeah. Like seniors that are Gr- grown men. Yeah,
2: some, some grown men. So, coming in, I was a freshman, throw, like thrown into the fire. Um, we had a really big D line uh, class that year. But for some, everyone got injured at DN that year. So, I'm a freshman. I'm taking reps for the ones, Ooh. twos, threes, scout team. Like, when I tell you I did not come off the practice good, I was <laughs> dead. <laughs> dead like i'm like i'm like please like help me after that i did that for like two weeks and then i was i ended up being the second string guy behind chase winovich who now plays for the browns now sure. who was with the patriots and after that i was a two for a really long time going into my sophomore year i ended up being a rotational guy rashawn gary gets hurt oh. early in the season i ended up starting for him and then i played well that year and then going to my junior year they were kind of like all right rashawn and chase are hurt I mean, Rashawn and Chase are now drafted. They're out of there. Who's going to fill those spots? And me and Aiden came in, and, like, we, we played well that year. We, we, we had balled out.
0: That's dope. That's dope. That's, that's got to be a, a dream come true, right, We're saying, like, all right, hey, man, you, you're pretty good, and mm-hmm. you can keep that space. So when you, when you get to the NFL, how, how, what's that pace change like? What's that tempo like from a normal college rep?
2: It's crazy. So, like, my first practice – I got a taste of the tempo. Like I was dead. I was <laughs> my legs were shot, and that was an easy day. Yeah. So I'm like, this was an easy day. and My legs are dead. Like, I don't know how I'm gonna survive. But after that, once you get a, once you get used to the tempo, it's it's fun after that. But that you know, was it was crazy. Like when you get down to your sense, the tempo, like the, um, the cadence of the quarterback is so different. Because in college, you can kind of jump the snap. Sure. The cadence are very simple in college and NFL. Everyone has a different cadence. So. It was very different. Like once they get down, it's not like you get down, you get set, then you go. It's like once they come to line, like you better be in your stance ready because you never know when they're
1: gonna snap the ball.
0: And they're doing it to trick you, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. they're trying to get you offside. And area.
1: everyone in the NFL, you're literally playing up against the best players in the world. Exactly, not just the yeah. best college player at the time. <laughs> yeah. You're literally playing against the best players. In the world yeah at the time yeah. so the biggest thing that we've talked to other players is like lo said the speed difference mm-hmm. the change of the pace of play is way different to where now everyone's super fast everyone's super strong and everyone's coming for your fucking ass exactly
2: yeah and like in college you get those scouting reports you have first round grades on some of the guys second round grades and then you'll be like all right this guy is a good player in college or he's a decent player In the NFL, like, everybody's good. (laughs) Everyone's good. Yeah. yeah. Even the
0: no-name is really good. Exactly. That's crazy. uh, Yeah, can you imagine? Who's that guy and he just busts your ass? (laughs) Really good. He's (laughs) really good, though. I have no fucking clue. You never want to be the way a guy makes his name, right? That that, that would be awful. Um, So looking at this upcoming season, right, like what's one of your goals that you have um, individually, even though it's obviously a team thing?
2: I think individually, I definitely have to touch double-digit sacks. Oh, yeah. I like that. You had four double last digit. year? I had four last four year, Four last yeah. year. So you want to mm-hmm. get to ten this year? Definitely, yeah. At least. At least. At, at least. Yeah. I yeah, love yeah. that. Okay. So mm-hmm.
0: what, what else you got?
2: I think for me, personal, all pro. Definitely want to be all pro this okay. year. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's kind of it, to be honest.
0: I love it. That's, yeah. that's incredible. Team-wise?
2: This, team-wise, I got to get that ring, man. Okay. I have no rings, bro.
0: At oh, any level.
2: No, I, well, I have four rings in, in high school, but that's Rhode Island football, you know? Yeah, and like, <laughs> and like, I went to Hendrickon, so, like, we just spanked everybody in sure, high school. Sure, you sure, sure. Um, but college, I have no rings, and I I need one professional ring. I love it. I love it. At love least it. one. <laughs> At least one. So
0: you're here, you're in Vegas with us now. Like, have you been out here before?
2: I've been out here before. I was out here Memorial weekend and Oh, so what a weekend, weekend to come. What a weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah. After that goodness. weekend, I swore to myself I was like I will never come to Vegas again. <laughs> that is the wildest weekend so
1: to you have come to. So a Vegas story right,
0: yeah. then what's your Vegas
2: story? Everybody has a Vegas Bro, story. So me and my buddy Phil Okay. Um not this guy? No. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> me and my dog Phil uh rooming in college for for a long time and he lives in Utah. So okay. he goes to Utah state and nice. I was like, "Bro, like you're in Utah right next to Vegas." I'm going to fly to Utah. and like, let's drive to Vegas and like have a, have a fun weekend. He was like, all right, cool, I'm down, bro. So I flew to Utah, and then we got to Vegas at like 4 a.m. I'm like, we can't waste no time. Like, let's get this nap in. 8 a.m., we're up, and we're, we're rallying. So we woke <laughs> up, went to a pool party, you know, ha- having a good time, getting lit. And after the pool party, we were there for a long time. After the pool party went, showered up, then we went to um, Delilah's. There, we ate, got some food in our summer, but then we was also getting lit again. Sure. Drinking, and then after Delilah's, we went straight to Dre's. Sure. Marathon. After Dre's, oh, my God. I don't, it was was a wild night. After that, I was like, I could never come back. So you did the Vegas
0: Marathon. That's (laughs) the Vegas Marathon, right? When you go, like, Almost like sixteen hours day club, ago.
2: dinner, nightclub, yeah. late night. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, the biggest thing. And then like the next night we went to um Excess. Excess oh, nice. is amazing. So we were there, we watched uh, marshmallow and then like it was like maybe like one AM and me and my boy
1: Phil were like, bro, I'm I'm done. I'm washed I have no already it's done. Like, let's <laughs> go. I'm out. Bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. yeah. That that's knows. good. Uh what are some hobbies that you're doing when you're not preparing for football and working? Like what are you doing in your spare time to just relax and what is like you time?
2: Mm, me time. I like TV shows, bro. Like, I'll binge watch, like, a whole show in a day.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah. Any particular shows that you like right now?
2: I just finished Stranger Things. The
1: new one, Man. I heard it's super gory. And, and Bro, like, this this new season was,
2: yeah. like, it was scary. Like, the whole, it was it was like a horror film. Like, the whole season. It was crazy. Yeah, I it? was
1: in bed, and my, my girl my girl and I, we started watching it, and yeah. I, I fall asleep. I'm such a grandpa, dude. I'm literally passed out by <laughs> fucking 9 p.m. She's in bed all pissed at me because I guess it gets pretty scary. Yeah. She's like, you fucking fell asleep on me, and mm-hmm. it gets super scary, and you're passed out snoring, and I'm here sitting through sta- stranger things, all this gore. And I was like, babe, I'm sorry. But I never got into this season, yeah.
0: That's crazy. That's crazy. What What is your – so what's your diet like when you're in season versus when you're off season?
1: Mm.
2: So in season, I have a chef that she just like – I have – so the Colts do a great job of having like our macros and like all that stuff documented. It's like they'll – for like our weight and whatever, they'll be like, this is what you need to – this is what the intake you need to have for, for every day.
0: Just to maintain the weight because you're burning – Thousands and thousands and thousands. Yeah, of
2: thousands of thousands. Thousands of thousands, yeah for sure. Like in camp, like I'll, I'll lose like 10 pounds every single practice in camp. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, so you gotta like. put that back
0: on every single day?
2: Yeah, and like it's hydrating strange. and whatnot. So I have a chef that takes care of me um, in season. And then off season, up up until OTA, you kind of want to be in good shape going into OTA. So I would say like right after season's over, I'll spend guys usually like get fat, like <laughs> yeah. they'll eat whatever and not work out and like just chill. Yeah. And then once you start working out, that's when you have to like kind of – Get the uh, diet on track. Got it. Got it.
0: Got it. What's your what's your uh, what's it called? Your your guilty pleasure food wise. I love
2: sweets, bro. Like anything, like don't like chocolate, donuts.
1: Um, yeah, anything sweet, I'll just I'll I'll eat, bro. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big candy guy. You leave candy around me, it's getting gobbled up. Yeah, I'm not so big on the donuts or cake, my girl, all day. But the candy, Sour Patch Kids, Starbursts. Jolly yeah. Ranchers, any of that shit, it's getting gobbled exactly. up.
2: And Yo, you, I, I have this bowl in my house, like this golden bowl of just Lindor chocolates. This guy right here.
1: Smashes <laughs> <I brought it laughs> them, huh? I came home
2: one day, the bowl was empty. There's like 500 of them in the bowl. Oh,
0: my, Lindor chocolates, not sponsored, but can be sponsored? Not
1: sponsored, but can absolutely be sponsored. <laughs> can, be sponsored? can be sponsored,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. I love that. That's sick. Oh, man. All oh, right, man. So, for us, like... This was an incredible episode. We, we appreciate you everything. Yes, Is there anything you want us to to, to chat about? Anything, you got any questions for us? Anything you got?
2: Um, not really, man. I would try to promote some stuff, but everything's in the works right now, you know. So it's just so um, so.
0: Follow him on IG. It's probably gonna end up on there. Yeah,
2: right? follow me on IG at QuittyPay. Okay. Y'all, y'all check me out. You'll see a lot of my fashion statements on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you see him in the Hoochie Daddy shorts. <laughs> We've, We've uh, seen him. We've <laughs> seen, seen him yeah, for sure.
0: Um, yeah. Follow us on all platforms at the Residence Pod. We'll we'll see you guys next week.
1: Later.